Welcome to the Mango Times Podcast. This is Fletch, and I'm the writer and editor for everything you read and listen to here on the Mango Times. On this podcast, we're going to discuss anything and everything that we experience together here on this crazy planet. So join me as I talk about different aspects of culture, from great movies to great music to everything we love to binge watch online together. And I'll do my best to entertain you as I share my perspective on life as a husband, dad, and grandfather to a big, loud family. So sit back as I grab a cup of coffee and my favorite dog and quietly make some noise. Hey, this is Fletch, and I want to welcome you back to the Mango Times podcast. This is episode number 22. I'm calling it Table Manners. That's right, folks. Table Manners. Nothing like table manners needed on the week of Thanksgiving, and we will talk about that. This is Thanksgiving 2020. We have a lot to be thankful for. I'm thankful for you as my listeners. I'm thankful for this big cup of coffee I'm drinking right now. This is New Day Blend. It comes from Revive Roasters in Modesto, California. My buddy Ben started this coffee company. He is trying to revive uh, cities through community and coffee. He's looking to partner with nonprofits and to revive uh, the cities that he partners with. I am very excited about that vision, and I will do everything I can to help him. So head over to my show notes. You can link over to Revive Roasters. You can get some coffee or you can get some of their merchandise. Let them know that Fletch sent you. I get no kickbacks. I get no coffee. I just like to partner and collaborate with people that are doing great things in my community. So uh, tell Ben I sent you. It is Thanksgiving week, though, and we are celebrating the things we love. But at the same time, I'm looking at some hard news um, from the Center for Disease Control. Um, As I'm reporting this, uh, yesterday in the United States, over 2,100 people died of COVID-19. That's a real number, folks, 2,100 people. And before you jump on your devices and tell me what that number actually means, just let the number sit for a second, 2,100 people. If I told you that five jumbo jets had crashed yesterday, obviously we'd have been shocked that jets were falling out of the sky. But the number of people that died in those crashes, if we said 2,100 people, that's a lot of people. And just for a moment, can we realize and recognize that this virus is amping up and and wreaking havoc. So I know uh, podcasts are recorded in a point in time. You may be listening to this years later, but in the moment, these are real numbers. And we know how to mitigate this disease. We know that by wearing masks and that by uh, socially distancing, and that maybe for the holidays, we have smaller gatherings. Um, Maybe that is something we do this year. I know our family is gathering as our family and getting out of town um, we're not gathering with grandparents and aunts and uncles and, and friends and neighbors. We're, we're keeping it small within our family in an effort to, again, slow down the spread of this virus. That is one way in which we're practicing table manners this week. So we are talking about this idea of table manners, and what does that mean? What is Fletch going to do with this one? Well, I want you to hang in there. I'm going to play a quick song for you that might give you a clue, and then I'll come back and we'll talk about it. See if you recognize this song. The Louisiana Territory was sold to us without a fuss And gave us lots of elbow room Oh, elbow room, elbow room Got to, got to get us some elbow room It's the West or bust In God we trust There's a new land out there 
That's right. That was Elbow Room. And for those of you that grew up in the 70s, you know how great it was to turn on cartoons on Saturday morning and see Schoolhouse Rock. That was the song Elbow Room. It was all about um, our manifest destiny. <laughs> we, were, we were running out of space on the East Coast, were we? And, and then we bought property from Napoleon and the Louisiana Purchase. And then Lewis and Clark uh, hired Sacagawea to take them out west um, because it was part of our manifest destiny to conquer this land that we had, we'd come into. And we needed more elbow room. Hey, funny song, funny little video from the past, uh, just to talk about this idea of elbow room. You know, we're heading into tricky seasons for some people. Now, a lot of you are saying, what are you talking about? The holidays are the best ever. Well, for some, they're the worst ever. Suddenly, they're gathering in stressful situations. They're, They're getting together with family members that they normally never get together with. And there's a reason they don't get together with them, because it brings up hurt or problems or abuse histories. You know, maybe they have uh, family members that struggle with uh, abuse, whether that's um, substance abuse or physical abuse, sexual, mental, any of those abuse patterns. And it's just hard to get together. It's hard to ignore the elephants in the room and sit down and have a meal with people that just makes them tense. So I want you to just beware that there are people that during Thanksgiving and into Christmas, uh, these holiday seasons where it's tricky, it's not the joy of the holidays that it is for a lot of people. There's a lot of brokenness out there, and you are forced to face that brokenness um, during holidays as you, you split time between families, as you split time between Um, whether that's just in-laws or divorced families, and you're trying to figure it all out. So um, as we gather at our tables, uh, this idea of table manners comes up. And it's, again, just a a funny title for what I'm saying. And that is that um, overall, it might be hard for us to sit at tables with one another. And I did a sermon series this summer at Redeemer Church in Modesto, California. I'll link to it in the show notes. It's called Table Manners, oddly enough. And I did one sermon on Mephibosheth, which is a character from the Old Testament, which it was a real fun sermon just talking about making space at the table. And I did a second sermon uh, about Jesus's interaction with a guy named Zacchaeus and, and talked about how Jesus responded to this concept of table manners. But for this podcast, can we just talk about what it looks like to make space at the table? Now, I know right there you're getting a picture of a Thanksgiving table with a banquet, but what I'm talking about is just our tables in general. You know, 2020 has been a hard year. Um, let, you just go through it all, and, and, and you know it, so I don't actually need to go through it, but from viruses and all all the things, the turmoil, the the social issues... We, um, we've had a hard year, and a lot of us have just chosen to not make space at our table. You know, every four years we have an election cycle, and this one, yeah, I think it was the hardest one yet in my adult life, where people, this country is just split, and we hear that, you know, we're split down the middle. I think it's a little more nuanced than that, but we, we hold to what we believe, and we make no room, and we see that on social media, we see that in our conversations with friendships. We see that in friendships being killed. You know, just we're not talking to those people anymore. I've had it with them. They believe this. I believe that. We have lost our table manners. We've lost the ability to sit and welcome opposite opinion and have a discussion. 
I was speaking with my 90-year-old father. The first election he ever voted in was for Eisenhower. That's a long time. He's been voting in a lot of elections, and he, he, he jokingly said, he goes, I remember the first time we hired a Catholic to be president. And, you know, that ended up being John Kennedy. But, you know, at the time, he said, I just couldn't believe we were doing that. You know, that we'd never done that before. I remember the first time we hired an actor to be president. It turned out to be Ronald Reagan. He's like, what are we doing? You know, we, we hired him to be governor and then president. Are we crazy? You know, um, over time, we've had um, politics that have come up. We've had issues that have come up. Think of the entire civil rights movement. Think of the equal rights movement. Think of all these ways in which we've had tough discussions. But this year, more than ever, we have just split. I don't want to wear a mask. I want to wear a mask. I don't want a social distance. I want a social distance. I'm not going to Thanksgiving. Oh, we're bringing everybody to Thanksgiving. It is a virus. It's not a virus. It's not deadly. It's just the flu. Whatever those statements that you've been listening to for the past six months, We've lost our table manners. We've lost that ability to sit down and accept the person across the table as a person, someone made in the image of God, to love them well and to disagree. It's just, we've lost that. And so my call for you is, can we remember our table manners? For those of you that come from faith, can you recognize that you don't belong at the table that we call the king's table. Like, you don't belong in God's kingdom. You know, as, as sinners, we don't belong there. And, and I don't mean to get real theologically heavy for those of you who don't normally you know, attend church or subscribe to faith, but there's this idea that we are welcomed into the family of God. We're brought in as outsiders into his family. And for a lot of us, when we get there, we're all elbows, and we start pushing people out of the way. Um, and we don't make space at the table for other people, whether it's their belief, whether you know they come from a totally different faith structure, um, whether they so you know think of like the major faiths in America, you know, from from Islam to Judaism to Christianity, and then within Christianity, whether you're Roman Catholic or Protestant, I mean, and, and the splintering just goes on and on. Do you make space space for people from faith or or gender issues or sexual identity? What are the ways in which you are just pushing people away and not showing just good table manners to welcome them in? Um, so that's the first part of this. We're going to take a break right now, um, but how are you doing with your table manners. It's it's a call for all of us. It's a call for me. I'm looking inside at me first. Am I making space for these discussions or am I just writing people off? Let me encourage you that we're going to have table manners. We'll be right back with the second part. All right, folks, if you're listening to this, I assume one of two things. One, you're either my mom or my aunt and you're just listening to things I say. Or two, you care about podcasts. And if you care about podcasts, can I encourage you to take a listen to a podcast I like, which is called Brought to You By. And what they do is they look at some brands that are popular, brands that we're familiar with, things like Pepsi. And then they tell you a story behind the scenes that you may not know. For example, Pepsi made a push to get into the USSR back in the 70s and 80s to be the brand of soda that was in the USSR. Did you know that Bacardi Rum 
is in the middle of a lawsuit with the country of Cuba to this day that's cost millions and millions of dollars. Those are the kind of stories they tell. Let me play a quick one-minute promotional piece from this podcast for you. On October 21st, brought to you by Is Back for a final season with stories about brands doing a lot more than just business as usual. A mission built upon the concept of cultural exchange. The easiest way to be a little bit part of this American coolness were to wear some Levi's. We go behind the Iron Curtain at the height of the Cold War. Khrushchev went around pouring Pepsis made in Moscow for all the other dignitaries and sort of became like this brand ambassador for Pepsi. We fly over Vietnam while troops are fighting below. It was a be here now thing. You are not in a foxhole. You're in America because it was a Pan Am plane. And we follow the struggle for Cuban identity, distilled in a glass of rum. It's more than a brand. It's a constant fight for our story. The clash between capitalism and communism, with brands in the middle of it all. And one question asked by companies around the world, is politics any of our business? It's brought to you by from Business Insider. That is great, Dr. Kellogg. <laughs> That's great. They're great. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Right, the podcast is called Brought to You By, and again, it's a podcast we like here at the Mango Times, and we love to share the things we have found out there that we think you will enjoy too. All right, we're back for the second half of this podcast episode. Again, Table Manners. The first half, um, again, I told you, came out of a sermon series I'd given uh, at Redeemer this summer, Redeemer Modesto, and I'll put it in the show notes. I really do think you should listen to it. It was a great sermon on Mephibosheth. In the second half of this, I did give a second sermon on table manners, and I would call that one Dinner with Sinners, okay? It was the story of Jesus having dinner with a guy by the name of Zacchaeus. And again, if you are not a believer, if 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 you don't subscribe to the Christian faith, just hang in there with me. This really is a great story about Jesus. Um, If the first half was about our table manners and how we behave at the table— the second half was about Jesus kind of demonstrating it for us and showing us, you know, what to do. So if you listen to the first half of this podcast and you're like, great, Fletch, I, I really don't like all these people that are around me, um, but, you know, how do I do this? The second half is really the story about Jesus with Zacchaeus. Now, Zacchaeus was a short little guy. He climbed up a tree. It says that as Jesus came into Jericho, he stopped underneath this tree and looked up at Zacchaeus and said, get down here. I want to have dinner at your house. Now, that's very simplified, right? The very quick little story. Zacchaeus, you need to know his background. He was a tax collector. He was hired by Rome to collect taxes from the Jews. He's a Jew who's collecting taxes from his own people. And the rules are, anything you collect above and beyond, that's yours to keep. He was a wealthy, wealthy man because he was extorting from his people. He was taking more than the required taxes to pad his own pockets. So the people hated him. They hated Zacchaeus. He was the worst of sinners. And so as Jesus comes rolling into town with his entourage and stops and looks up at him in the tree and says, hey, you get down here. I want to have dinner at your house. You know, they were hoping they were, that Jesus would pull him out of the tree and say, stop doing what you're doing. Give back to the people what they belong. But instead, Jesus says, let's go have dinner together at your house. So it says that they went and they dined together and they, they had this meal. And People on the outside were looking in saying, why is he having dinner with this sinner? You know, why is he doing this? And 
out of that situation, out of that dinner, Zacchaeus stands up and says, I'm going to pay everybody back fourfold based on the kindness that Jesus showed me. In other words, it was the kindness of Jesus that led to repentance. And so as we're sitting here thinking about table manners, as I'm, as I'm challenging us to have more room at the table for the people around us, again, what does it look like? What is the model that we've been given, um, at least for those of us that subscribe to faith, of Jesus? He makes room at the table. He goes out of his comfort zone. I mean, what is what was his entourage looking like? A bunch of, you know, fishermen and followers and disciples, and Jesus says, I'm going to go and have dinner with this person at their house. What does that look like today? Does that look like you uh, going across the dinner table to to accept and welcome Uncle Larry or um, Uncle Bob or Aunt Martha and just going into that conversation and loving them where they are in that conversation? Is it a coworker across the office that um, has their favorite Biden uh Harris poster up, and you go across the office to just engage in conversation with your MAGA hat on or flip-flop, you know, are you wearing your Biden-Harris hat and you go across to a MAGA-flagged desk? You know, what does that look like? Are you Are you willing to go into a conversation and love someone in their situation, if it's even if it's so different from yours, as you gather around your Thanksgiving and Christmas tables over the next couple months? Is it accepting a family member who has chosen a lifestyle that you don't agree with, whether that's uh, positive or negative? You know, I, I think the way I just said that, you're picturing this negative lifestyle. What if it's the person that comes in and they're just pro-keto and pro you know, essential oils, and they won't shut the hell up about it. And they're just trying to convince you of a healthy lifestyle. And you're like, okay, enough, enough. Just let me have my pumpkin pie. Shut the hell up. Maybe that's it. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe they are involved in a negative lifestyle that's harming them. And you know it's harming them. Can you love them in the midst of that? Um, and again, this term, dinner with sinners, let's just refer to sinners in this part, in, in this podcast, not in my sermon, but in this podcast, as those that are just so different from us, that are making choices that we think are harmful to them or harmful to us or harmful to society. Can you have dinner with the opposite, with the people on the other side of the fence, on the other side of the political spectrum, on the other side of the relationship spectrum? Can you... Can you do that? Can you have table manners that makes space for others? You know, this is just a podcast from a guy named Fletch at the Mango Times. But this is something that I think about. And I think it's something that we should all think about. And maybe there are aspects of this that I haven't worked through totally. I'd love to hear from you. So if you're struggling with table manners, or if you got your table manners nailed... If you're struggling having dinner with sinners, or you know what, you're way out in front of me doing this already, I'd love to hear from you. The way you reach me at The Mango Times is quite simple. Just go to the website, themangotimes.com. There's a secure email. You can email me directly from there. You can get me at mangoandy at gmail.com as well. But a lot of people want to come in through the website because it's more secure. You can um, reach me on any of the socials at The Mango Times. That's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
truthfully, I spend most of my time over on Twitter. Um, I use Facebook a lot for business. Um, but if you want to reach me there, you can reach me there as well. I'd love to hear how you are celebrating with your table manners this year. I'd love to hear how you are um, reaching out to those that just are different from you. Um, and, and in my own community of listeners, um, I'd love to hear from you back and forth. So that's it. That's the show, folks. Happy Thanksgiving to you, to your family. Um, I'll be back on in a couple weeks. I have another couple episodes lined up already. But uh, during this time, we have a lot to be thankful for. It has been a horrible year for a lot of us um, in our family, from brain tumors to political to loss of jobs to everything. This has been a tough year. So I'm thankful for you. I hope you can look around your tables this week or wake up on Thanksgiving and just be thankful for the ways in which God has blessed you this year in the midst of so many questions. Um, I will talk to you next time. In the meantime, don't forget, get out there and quietly make some noise. You have been listening to the Mango Times podcast. Everything written and produced on this is by Andy Fletcher. If you're going to use it, steal it, borrow it, or share it on the internet, please just let me know. I don't care. I just want to know where my voice is being used out on the internet. And as a bit of a disclaimer, don't forget, Everything I recommend on this podcast, you should use discretion. Choose whether you should watch it, listen to it, eat it, try it, go there. But when you do, don't forget to quietly make some noise. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.